Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? And how are you feeling? This is Abraham Joseph Ajenefuja coming to you as creator of the VIP concept, vision, intent, and purpose, author of the VIP Christian, I'm podcasting today as the voice of the VIP. Welcome, and I pray and I hope that uh, you are doing well, and you are doing well because you are feeling well. And then you are also feeling well because you are also thinking well. Uh, because our wellness begins from... Uh, what we think about, how we think about them, and affects how we feel, and then gives us the energy and passion to pursue whatever we are pursuing in life today. So I hope that you have a um, healthy, uh, wealthy uh, way of thinking, and that your source of um, rational uh, philosophy of life is from a source that is also healthy and wealthy. Um, this podcast, uh, as you have heard me say many times, uh, is the voice of the VIP. And VIP uh, stands for God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose. And in that three phrases, those three words, you find everything that pertains to life, godliness, okay, under heaven and above heaven and in heaven, whether they are seen or unseen, everything that has ever existed, that is existing today or that will ever exist, are covered by God's VIP because God's VIP is, is, is eternal you know there's no beginning there's no end to God's thinking process because God is timeless it's not bound by time and space or anything like that so his vision is eternal okay and his, his intent is also eternal in other words God is able to bring his vision eternal as they may be into the future. You know, he has the power, the ability, the resources, the presence, okay, the self-existence, the self-determining, you know, attributes of God. God has the ability to bring whatever is envisioned in the future by the power of his intention and the integrity to bring them to the present. So you see, you see the VIP there, the vision of God, eternal, eternal intent of God, power, and purpose, presence. So God can bring the future into present, and there is no gap in them. There is no gap in God's vision, intent, and purpose. That's the integrity of God. It's only on our side as humans, 
you know, who are created in the image of God, you know, that there's gap in there because of sin, because of what happened to Adam and passed on to all men. Okay, so because of the way the world is today, when you look at any sector of the of the society, of the world economy, politics, government, social concerns all over, when you when you when you when you drill down those symptoms to the problem all the way to the source of them is because of the lack of knowledge and understanding of God's VIP or knowing it but have no power to accomplish it. But I think mostly because people don't know it. And this is the reason for the voice of VIP to bring that knowledge of God's vision to bring it to bear on each of those areas where we are experiencing problems today. And the theme of this season of the podcast from the beginning for this season of podcast is give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. You know, that's statement came from Jesus when he was answering a question to one of the leaders. And by the way, okay, the content of this podcast is biblical and it is applicable to all people who do not hold, you know, Bible or Christianity as their own uh, professed religion or, you know, way of practice of religion. You know, because the, with the things in the Bible, we use them in our in 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 our uh, nomenclature, in the way we talk about things in society. You know, Muslims, non-Muslim, atheists, Christian, non-Christian, everybody we use them unconsciously because they are true. They came from the Bible. Love your neighbor as yourself. Okay. The scapegoats. All those things came from the Bible. Okay? And many, many, many more. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. They came from the Bible. So to give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's is biblical, but it's applicable to the world we live in today. And God intended it to be so. That's why he said it. Because the whole purpose of creation in the beginning is to express the beauty of the glory of God. God himself is invested in that. It's a promise to himself. I mean, this is about him. Not even about us. Because there was a time when we were not. I keep saying that. There was a time when we were not. There was no life on earth. So when God said, let there be light, you know, it was to express the beauty of his glory that he, he always had. Among the Godhead, eternal beauty, eternal glory of God, dazzling, you know, that no one will ever be able to see that because the Bible says no one has seen him or can see him. But yet he has not hidden himself from us. The Bible says, 
All things that may be known about him are clearly seen in the thing that we have, he has made. So we have no excuse not to say there's no God. I'm talking to my atheist friend right now. All right? We have no excuse. So God created to express the beauty of his glory. So that in anything that we do in this world, you know, we must necessarily want to, you know, we want to express beauty. And that's what we do every day. Every single day when we wake up in the morning, going to work, going to whatever we are doing, we want to better ourselves. We want to express something better, something beautiful. All right? Something that people can behold onto and say, wow, this is beautiful. This is good. Maybe it's a house, maybe it's a car, maybe it's a, it's a business, maybe it's a lawn. Cut the lawn very well, it looks good, right? Or maybe it's the wheels of a car, I want to make it shine. Okay? But the beauty that God wants to reflect, okay, is the beauty in the image of God Himself, the, 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 the human being. The human being is the, the most, the apple of God's eyes. Okay? That's an echo from the Bible that we use every day. So when we look at the whole world today, what do we see? Okay? We see in uncertainties. We see um, insecurities. We see divisions. We see health crises. We see money crises, financial crises. We see social unrest. You know, all those things have always been there. Now they are coming out of the, to be the tip of the iceberg. But underneath the iceberg, there's a lot of other things there that Jesus was addressing when he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God. If you do not, if you do not, you can expect certain things to happen in the society Okay, that will be, you know, disruptive to the whole thing that we hold, you know, um, dear to ourselves. All the things that we hold dear to ourselves, all those things have been, they, they've chatted, they, they, they've chatted. They, they, they've chatted. All those things that we hold they dear to ourselves, they, they have chattered and they, 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 they are not, you know, living up to. God is saying something to us through all those things. Let me turn my phone off here. So, what I want to talk about today is what do we see in all those things happening? Last time we talked about a world out of order. Okay, why is the world out of order? There are certain things that we are not seeing that I want to bring our attention to that. And this will be one of those two things going to be my next topic for the next season. Okay? Because when you see the leaders, when you see the leaders of nations, 
putting on a mask to cover their faces. Their nose, I mean, their, 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 their face, yeah. You know, that's the height of the seriousness of what has happened in the world. It is no longer in the third world countries, you know, those dark old villages and things like that where the disease and all this are happening. No, it is in the Western high-powered nations that are not, you know, left unaffected by this virus that no one yet has seen the cure for it with all the knowledge and the expertise we have in the world. Then when you see the leaders of the world putting all this mask on their faces, God is saying something to us. So the question is this, to all leaders out there, I'm speaking to myself, I'm speaking to us, I'm speaking to all of us leaders, if you lead people in your home, in your business, in your in your in your school education system, in your church, right? Or you're in the government. If you're a leader, you need to pay attention to what is happening. Because God is saying something to us leaders here. Because it is it is the leaders through whom God has worked from the beginning of creation, from the beginning of time. God has always chosen leaders to to be the channel through whom is going to express the beauty of the glory to the world. So if the world is prospering, if the world is, is, is you know, attaining to the, the beauty of the glory of God, it's because the leaders understand God's VIP. And they are doing their best to follow through with it. And if the world is not, the leaders are the ones that we have to go to and find out what is happening. What are they not? What, what are not? What are they not getting about God's VIP? What are they missing? That the whole world is the way it is today. We have to go to the leaders. So, do you understand the sign of the time you are in today, leaders? You know, because Jesus mentioned it to leaders in, in the Bible. He says, well, well, we know we know how to, to see that it's going to rain when we see the cloud forming. That it's going to rain. But Jesus said, he himself was right in their means. The kingdom of God is right there, but they, they can't even see that. God is in the midst of all that's happened right now. God doesn't want anybody to perish. God wants us to understand so we can change our ways and, and realign ourselves with God's vision and internal purpose. And it begins with the leaders. So leaders right now, we must search ourselves. What is it about the way we lead or the way that those who have come before us, leaders before us, what was it about their philosophy of leadership that has, yeah, sustained the nations, but at the same time built up an undercurrent 
of you know destabilizing policies that affect the human beings that affect the the, the, the male the female you know the mothers and the children you know that they're they born in their hearts their mind that now it's just you can't control it it's, it's spilling out you know what policies what policy what social policy what economic policy what are the policies that they have embarked on that did not align with the will of God because God's VIP is the will of God God's VIP is the will of God that's what God envisions that's what he intended that's what he wanted to do that's that's his, that's his will and we can fight against God's will but God gives us his grace that's the solution God gives us grace and his mercy and he always says God cannot God cannot contradict himself when it comes to his love okay he will always be loving and one of the ways to show his love is to is to is to apply grace to be present in the midst of the problem to show his grace in there to open our eyes so we can see that look there's something happening here that we need to pay, take heed to and change our ways. It must begin with leaders. Because a leader can be completely lacking understanding about what is happening right now. You know, because this, those kind of leaders, they don't have God's vision. Okay. They have their own vision, personal vision. And the way that they survive through all these things is to find a way where they can improve themselves. I'm talking about leaders who have people underneath them. It's how they can improve themselves. Okay? And then you have leaders who are going to, you know, just, okay, how do we deal with Corona? Just make some rules and regulations and, you know, keep the Corona virus effect, just keep it clamped down, you know, as long as it's down to a tolerable, tolerable level, or what do you call it before, um, when it stabilizes, you know, then we can start doing things the way we want to do them, you know. But no, that's that's that doesn't cut it. Making laws to to keep the coronavirus down is not what God is wanting us to do. It's not about the laws to keep it down. Okay. It's about our hearts and our mind. Are they aligned with God's heart and mind? So you have you have leaders who 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 want to survive this through through all this because you know they want to take care of themselves, their family, their business, their organization, their school, their this and this, their that. They have no concern about God's vision and purpose. You know, even if they knew that, they, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to them. They are the ones that are most important. Okay? And some depend on the law. And then there are some, some leaders who are completely, you know, nonchalant about it. Yes, it's happening. It's happened before. They will say that it's going to happen again. So let's just do our best and just move on with, it, with, with, with life. Under this corona, under this unrest, under this, you know, 
divisions and instability, all those things happen in the world today, all over the world. So God is saying this to us to wake leaders up. And if you are a leader in the religious space, for example, if, if you're in the church, you know, if you're a Christian like I am, and you are leading, you know, you did not choose yourself to be that leader. You may think so, but God has allowed you to lead in this time, in the history of this world, in the history of your organization, so that you can stabilize things and you can know God's vision, intent, and purpose for why you are there. To align your heart and your mind to be engaged with God's vision, intent, and purpose. To engage your mind with God's vision. What? Why did God create all those in the first place? I mean, step out of your room for a minute. Just step out and see people. It's all about people. So, as long as the image of God is not being taken care of, it is going to be, you know, to the displeasure of God. And, you know, when you touch his, his image, God's going to respond to that. It doesn't matter whether it's black or white or Spanish. It doesn't matter. Do not treat the image of God and do not make them undervalue. Do not devalue them. Okay? So that's why Jesus said that, well, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Yeah. Pay your taxes. Don't disrupt properties. Respect the government. Respect those who put on the uniform of the government. Yes, I'm talking about police. Respect them. At the same time, you must give to God what is God's. And those are the people, all humans, who are the minted image of God. And if you're going to take one, which one is most important? You know, God cannot deny himself. That's his image. Government is an institution made of with people. So it comes down to people. Because even those in government or, or in any kind of, uh, you know, parastatals of the government, you know, they are people with themselves. Even they take off their uniform, when they're in their home, they are people. They're individual people made in the image of God himself. So the bottom line is, this is about how we treat each other. In our homes, in our businesses, in our schools, right? In our government, in all kind of institutions where human beings, you know, the domains of humans, whatever we are doing, how do we treat ourselves? There will never be success in any organization where the image of God is constantly intentionally being devalued. It is just going to be a matter of time before it's going to erupt. You cannot. Because that's what, that's, I mean, God created the whole world. On the sixth day, he created man. God created man when all the life-sustaining systems have been created in the first five days. You know, the Bible says he made man a little lower than the, like the angels. Crowned with honor and glory, he put everything under his feet, all oxen, all sheep. Why did God do that? That's the question that you need to find as leaders. And when you find that question, where you, you find 
when you, when you get onto the bottom of that, of that question, when you find the answer, you find that the humans, the humans themselves, is God's VIP. That's God's image. There's a vision, intent, and purpose behind every human being. Human beings, we express glory of God's beauty in a way that none, no other thing that God has created can do. The sun, as beautiful as the sun, as the sun is, and the moon, and the ocean, and the mountain, and the flowers, and and the and the and the and the, and the birds of the sea uh, of, of the air, and and the fish of the sea, you know, as beautiful and glorious as all those things are, nothing can match the beauty of the glory of God that comes from the humans. You know. God wants to take care of the human beings. There's no, there's no, there's no institution on earth, be it a church or a business or a family or a educational system or a government that is too sophisticated that say, no, that's not important. We just want to make profit. It's going to be a matter of time before that institution comes down, really down. That's what's happened today. All that we are seeing today you know, the seed of them has been planted years and years and years ago. And God has come in different times with, with different, you know, things that disrupts the society for us to see the sign that, wait a minute, there's something happening that we didn't even correct. Sometimes we do, you know, sometimes it's a revival that we Christian call it or reformation, okay, to correct that thing that we have done. I think the time is right for another one, for something to happen, a reviving of the inner heart and mind of the individuals, starting with leaders to repent, to embrace God's VIP. And that means we have to die to ourselves, die to all these philosophies. Because if we do not, if we continue in this way that we are going to right now, now we are putting masks on our faces. <laughs> Don't play with God, leaders. I'm just saying that. Do not play with God. Don't mock God. When God is giving us a chance to change right now, we need to embrace it, my friends. You know? It's a gradual... God God, God knows how to do this. Don't, 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 don't let us mock God as if he's not there. It's right in the midst of all of, the, of, of what's going on. So now it is, it is, it is uh, unrest is going on. You have the financial crisis going on. And we are going about putting on masks on our faces. Do you even think that heaven is going to fill up with people with the mask on their faces? You know, I'm talking about us Christians now. When you say that I cannot come, are we, are we praying for, you know, you know, men and women from all tribes and tongues and nations to clad them, their faces with a mask? No. Or if you're not a Christian, if, if you believe in Nirvana or something like that, do you want to go to your next war with, with cladded faces? No. God of the Christian, you know, is the only one God. There's no other God in the whole world. I mean, he's saying the same thing to all of us. Pay attention, something has gone out of alignment. The world is out of order. And we are seeing the effect of that today. So do not let us be 
you know, lacking, you know, interest to find out what's going on. Or do not let us just to, to find the, the rules and regulation and be satisfied with just clamping the, the extent of this disease down. You know, do not let us be non-challenged and just move from one thing to another. Wake up. Let us wake up to God's vision, intent, and purpose and align ourselves with Him. Okay? Otherwise, it's going to be doing some kind of internal spiritual damage that we don't see yet. It's happening within everyone right now. And leaders are the ones that God has chosen that God has chosen to be the leader, to lead this process of, of revival, reformation, reconciliation, restoration, you know, to bring us back to alignment with God's VIP. Otherwise, if you can't do that as a leader, you have to step down. And let someone who knows how to do this, who has the passion to do that, let him rise up and do that. Okay? Because, you know, climate phase right now, I mean, even, even, even look at the way that we have been trying to solve this problem. Look at the way we're trying to solve it. Rules and regulation. And then we have stimulus checks. Unemployment checks. The second round is coming. Where are those money coming from? Where are they coming from? They're not coming from thin air. We have to pay for this back again. Please, I'm pleading with my fellow leaders, you know, whether you're a leader of one, two, three, four, or millions, begin by first leading yourself. Leading ourselves according to God's vision, intent, and purpose is the first step. Okay? So please visit us at www.abramjoseph.co and check our book, The VIP Christian. Check our audios. Check opportunity to, to develop, uh, to have a speaking engagement, to bring, to bring this VIP down to the level of your organization, to see how, you know, we can bring value. The VIP value we are right now is, is unrecognized, it's unrealized, it's in there, in your organization, and we know how to do that. So check us out on our website, book us for engagement, book us for coaching, you know, get some free stuff on, on the side. And let's work together to respond to God's mercy and grace right now. Don't, don't let us trample upon it. Okay? Let's respond with humility to God's grace and mercy right now and make this world a better place to live. Okay? My friends, this is Abraham Joseph Ajenifuja, creator of the VIP concept, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting as the voice of the VIP. Until next time, may you have a VIP day. Thank you.